it's good to see you tonight. I hope that uh, you're keeping warm. Pretty cool tonight. And uh, good to see some of our, uh, our Tazi all and those who holiday. Good to see them. Hope that the wedding went well and praying for you all and those who holiday there. Glad to, to have you back as well. But let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And we'll read a couple of verses here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And notice with me there in verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet carnal, for as there is, whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal, and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor." For we are laborers together with God, you are God's husbandry, you are God's building. So maybe familiar verses to you tonight as we read those, and certainly we can recognize there a great lesson in, in some of the evidences of carnality in a church. But I want to focus in a little bit on, on the word their labor. And, you know, we're heading into a time where for the last couple of weeks as we prepared for conference and now heading into our time there next week, that we're going to really, in a very visible sense, in a very active sense, we're going to be laboring together. We're going to be uh, in each other's space a little bit, and, um, and those who will be around, if, uh, if we have just the attitude that we're going to work together next week, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of good out of the, the week to come. But... Um, there is, there is sometimes a, an opportunity there for when we are in that mode of serving together, laboring together, where um, a bit of the flesh can come up and rise up. And we've got to get, a, a, I guess, a, a, better, a better sense of how we ought to labor during that time. And we can't uh, always, um, always just sort of allow things to come and then we just go with the flow and then, and then before long things aren't, aren't the way they should be. We need to just be purposeful about how we labor together. And, and really, as we consider these verses here, there is, there is an exhortation for us there about how we ought to labor, how we ought to work together, how it is that if we're going to see God bless and see the increase as we've, we're seeing here, in what way we ought to labor. And so I wanted to just describe that for you tonight as we consider these verses. And the first way we ought to labor is actually with the bigger picture in mind. You know, all of us here, we're going to have different responsibilities through the course of next week. We're going to attend at different times, perhaps. Um, you're going to serve in different areas, maybe cross, across different, uh, different ministries. And, and sometimes we can have the view that, that only our area is the area that we that ought to matter. 
And I think that's what was happening a little bit here in, as we read. They, the, the church here was carnal, but notice how it was coming out. They were saying, one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? They were sitting under different leaders in the church. They were saying, well, this area that Paul is looking after, and this area that Apollos is looking after, I'm of that and you're of that. And they missed the point. You know, it was the people here who were, uh, seemed like siding with different leaders in the church. They were saying, well, Apollos is my preferred one. I, I like to serve under him and I like hearing him preach. And I like Paul, though, and Paul is this way and that way. And, and he's reminding them in verse 5, who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but, but ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. It was God-given. It was the Lord appointing them in those areas. And, but what was happening is, as they were siding with these different leaders in the, in the church, it was causing division and envyings and strife. And the problem, perhaps, wasn't with the leadership, and, and maybe it was. Maybe there, there should have been more of an addressing of that. Um, it was, though, the case that there was all of these strifes and divisions starting to happen because they were just so focused on those particular divisions in the church, in the way that they were looking at it. And, you know, as, as those leaders and as leaders who perhaps are going to look after different areas next week, we need to combat a bit of that. We need to resist the tendency to only care about our area or our ministry, and have, in our laboring together, have the bigger picture in mind. Ha- have the, the bigger picture in mind. And, and we, we need to have the, the attitude that really, at the end of the day, we are to have the mind of Christ, which is the mind of a servant. That we're here to serve the Lord, but here to serve one another. And as 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 those who will serve, we need to have a bigger picture of the church in mind. You know, I think sometimes we can have a bit of a myopic view of, of ministry. We have the blinkers on. And we have the blinkers on and all we see is, is the, the area of responsibility that we have. And no doubt, that ought to be a focus of ours if we're going to do it well, right? But we ought not to just, re, we ought not to just be so focused on that that we don't look beyond and see all that God is doing with the whole body. That it's not just our area that we rejoice in if it's doing well, that it's not just our area that we're concerned about and that's all we pray about for the course of the week. No, we have to have the bigger picture in mind when we're laboring together. We all have our own parts to play, but we all are of one whole body. And so as we're serving together, as busy as we're going to be in our areas and maybe even crossing into different areas, let's also make sure that we're rejoicing in all that God is doing. Okay, your, your area might not be ever mentioned. Your area may never get the attention it, it maybe deserves. And there's certainly ministries that's going to be that way, that's more service-oriented where you're in the background of things, but one is not less than the other because we're all trying to drive to the one goal, Right? And so we who are serving, we need to have the bigger picture of the church in mind. You know, we, we, ought, to, we ought to be opposed to a myopic view. I think about Elijah who, 
at this point of discouragement, he said, oh, I'm only I am left alone. And sometimes when we get busy in doing our part, we might, we might be tempted to think we're the only ones busy for the Lord. But I'll tell you what, I've, I've been around all week. I've been around the last number of weeks. There's all sorts of us coming and going and doing our part. And I'm rejoicing in that. And so any victory over the course of our time together next week, regardless of where, whether it's a direct result of what you do, is a win for all of us, is what I'm saying. And so we need to have a bigger picture of the church. And it, we, it's, it's, we need to oppose just the idea of just self-success. You know, the, the, the word that the Bible uses about that is this vain glory. Right? What that is, it's exclusive vanity excited by one's own performance. And, and, and we can. We can easily evaluate a time together like we will next week with how we went and how our area of concern went. And, and we can start to sort of glory in that. But uh, ultimately, it's, I think we all would agree, it's all for the glory of God, right? And so we need to, in our mindset, have the bigger picture of the, of, of the church in mind, have a bigger picture view what I'm saying is at times we need to encourage each other that we cross into other areas and, and check and see how we're doing and that we have a genuine heart to say, hey, how's, your, how's, how's, the, how's this area of ministry going? Is there anything I could pray for? You know, keep going. We're, we're in this together. We need to then have a priority of our fellowship and our relationships and then we need to just passionately seek after God and we need to even at times have the, the, the success of others in mind before our own. And we need to have that bigger picture of the church. And, you know, as, as people who will serve, we need to view really our position as something given from the Lord. Again, he asked those questions, who then is Paul? Who's Apollos? And, and no doubt, if you study through who they are, we understand who Paul is. But if you look at who Apollos is, he was mighty in the Word. He was probably an eloquent speaker. He, he was someone that probably commanded a great area of the church. But he's reminding them that all of those, they were, they were ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. Now, he builds into that later in, the, in later chapters, chapters, uh, chapters 12, 13, and 14, about the, the specific setting of members in the body. He'll build into that the fact that God is the one that ordains the parts that we play. And he's saying there that we need to view it in the bigger picture of it, that whatever we're doing, it's as of the Lord. That God gave us that. That it's not just something we simply volunteered, it is something in our hearts, and it was something that God placed there. And how do we do that? We, we need to look at it as a privilege, not a right. You know, sometimes we walk around and like it's our right. No, no, it's a privilege. It's a privilege we get to do that. It's a privilege we get to serve. It's a privilege we get to do this as a church family. And we go around and we're trying to be a blessing to the brethren. It's a privilege for us to serve in those areas. And yes, we're working hard. And yes, sometimes it gets a little daunting and a little overwhelming. And there's just a lot to do. But it's a privilege. 
And we need to look at it, it's to minister, not to be ministered unto. You know, many times we come into these times, and, and probably like, like me, you are looking for the Lord to speak to you about certain things. And sometimes we can enter into times where we're gathering together in our, in, in our services, and we're looking for something, and, and before long, we're looking simply to be ministered to. But you know, the, the greater blessing that God gives us is that we get to minister to others. That, that the Christian life isn't just about receiving, it's actually more about giving. It's actually more about putting out the, the things that God has allowed us to have in our lives. And, and so as, as, as we approach the week, we need to just as servants and as those who will labor together, need to have the bigger f- picture of that, that position, that privilege that's given from the Lord. And we just simply, I'm saying, is we need to demonstrate support one for another. We need to demonstrate that. You know, the, during the course of the week, I pray that God will touch your heart about maybe at least con- connecting with someone through the course of the week and checking in on them. And it, it probably, if I can encourage you, it doesn't have to be in the area that you're concerned about. Just, just go ahead and just check. How, how are you doing? Hey, how can I pray for you in the course of the what are you? What are you asking the Lord to do through the, your service for the Lord? How can I be an, a blessing to you? And let's just have that mindset of supporting one another. Just asking and asking those, those, those kinds of questions. But then we need to also have the mindset, if we're going to labor together, how we labor is that with the bigger picture in mind, but also with an understanding of increase. Because he says it there in verses 6 and I, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. All right, the, the, the reason we labor is so that we can gain. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. He reiterates it, now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. So he's saying all of that is for the one thing, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor, for we are laborers together with God. And so... God gave the increase. The, the, the purpose of this correction was because God wanted them to have uh, an understanding that all that they do will come to naught if God's not in it. But God wants increase. God wants there to be some sort of forward motion here. He's saying that He's the one that then gives the increase. And the picture given is of a, of, a, of a plant bringing in a yield or, or a building coming together. It's, it's, it's naturally occurring when you work together, something is built. When you work together, something grows out of that. And so the condition that is given is one of, of really not division. You're saying that's not going to work. It's one of interdependence. It's one of understanding that if we all play our part and we all take joy in that, then, then the, the result is that God will give the increase. And so firstly, it's really an understanding of, of our obedience in our part. You still have to do your part. The planting still has to happen. The watering still has to happen. Someone waters, someone plants, but you're one. But there still needs to be an, an, an acting of that. And Paul knew his role. He understood what Apollos was about. Um, some were, were being you know, in, in, in their estimation of their, themselves, some were being uh, uber-spiritual, 
Some were even saying, no, I'm of this, I'm, I'm of Christ's. <laughs> and what, what, what he was trying to get at was, whatever your role is, just do it. You do your part. All right, I have my part. Apollos has his part. But God gives the increase. And so do your bit. Paul knew. And, and he's the one, God's the one that sets every member in the body as it hath pleased him. And so do our bit. Be, the, be part of it, but be obedient in your part. But it's a laboring together. Don't forget that. We're one. All right, he says it there again in verse 8. He that plants and he that waters are one. And every man shall re receive his own reward. So we're laboring together. We're one. God doesn't, God doesn't see one over the other. He's saying we're all essential in what we do. God sees each part as a, as, a, as a part of the same process of increase, of building, of planting. But then lastly, can I remind you that it's a partnering with God. Because God gives the increase and we are laborers together with God. And I said it this already and I'll say it again. You know, if we do what we do and we do all of that, and we don't do it in the power of God. We don't do it with partnership with God and laboring with Him. It'll come to naught. And we need God. We need to seek the Lord. We need to ask Him for blessing. We need to seek Him for increase. We need to seek Him each day as we serve. Don't just look at your, your part as a menial part. Pray. Seek Him. Rely on Him. Find your joy in Him. Find, find your, your worth in, in the fact that He's given you a part in the work and, and come each day and each night with, an, with a mindset that we're laboring together with God. That it's a partnership with Him. And, and God shifts the focus to the fact that, that increase is, is possible, but it's only possible with Him. You know, we're, we're asking big things from God when we're thinking about a person's direction in life. You know, our church can't provide that. Our labors can't provide that, but our labors with God can provide that. Because someone in here next week, in the exact same time as we're meeting right now, is going to hear something from God's Word, and they're going to walk through, and the, the property is going to be well-maintained because we cleaned. They're not going to be distracted by that. The music will be edifying and and those that have practiced have labored with the Lord through prayer as well as their skills. They're going to come and they probably would have been greeted by those that, that have prayed about those that will come through the door. Their children perhaps would be, have been taken care of very well throughout the course of the week. They've enjoyed the hospitality through the, the, the morning teas and the dinners after. They've enjoyed the warm fellowship of the saints who have come with an expectant uh, hope that God will work in the lives of people. They're going to come, and, and they're going to come with all of that. They're going to know that there's, a, there's a, the bookstore and the cafe that they sat with someone, and maybe they got a resource from a, a new friend that recommended something, and they've just had their hearts filled all week. And then finally, the man of God's going to open the Word of God. And they're going to open to the right passage of Scripture, and God's going to touch their heart. And you know, we're going to, all we're going to see is, is someone kneeling because someone preached. But actually, we all took a part in that. 
But it'll only happen if God is in it. It'll only happen if we all play our part, but we labor together with the Lord. And so I want to encourage you tonight as we think about how we labor. You know why I like big events? Because these, these events, they're really just a, a bit of a micro of what the church should always be. This is just a little opportunity, a little glimpse of what can be done when we all work together and we serve and we labor. But actually, our attitude should always be this, that as we come together, as we do our bit, that all of it, as we seek the Lord and we labor with Him, that it'll just result in just more for Him. And so I want to encourage you, church. I'm I'm excited about next week. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Again, been, been hearing from different people throughout the course of this week how how much they're anticipating the time and how much they're really looking forward to it. And some who, you know, just last minute, they said, hey, I'm going to come now. And we're looking forward to it. I know many um, throughout the course of this week and, and no doubt throughout the course of the next couple of days will work and will labor. And I'll tell you what, it, it's all good. It's all good. Let's keep going. And let's just trust God that God will, will do what he has promised. Because God's never let us down. And it's, it's about Him anyway. And I'm thankful that as we labor and we labor together with God, He's the one that gives the increase. And, and how do we labor? With, with the bigger picture in mind. How do we labor? With an understanding that it's for increase. But the only way we're going to do that is to partner with God to labor with Him. Let's pray. Father, thank You again for Your goodness to us. Thank You for the time we've just um, spent in Your Word. And pray, Father, that you, you would encourage us, Lord, as we head into the, the week that, Lord, we would trust in you, that we would look to you, Lord, for our sustaining, Lord, for, for what we can't do, dear God. And, Lord, we already, we pray for those who have come through. We pray for our church. We pray that you would help each and every one of us to receive what we need. But, dear God, more than that, to give what we need to give. And, Lord, give of ourselves, give of our efforts and our time, give of our hearts to others who are seeking and needing as well. And we pray for our guests. We pray for them, that you would help them. We pray that you would use certainly the speakers as they open your word, but Lord, use each and every one of us in our part to make a difference in someone's life, and Lord, for your glory and your glory alone. And so we thank you for it, in Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name, amen. All right, Brother Joel. Those uh, timely words. And uh, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. When you partner with God, uh, you just, it's exciting. You see God working and um, oftentimes he will give you beyond what